Citizens of the Verse, it's November 29th, 2950, and welcome to a very special edition of ReadCast. We're a Star Citizen podcast sponsored by the Read Organization. I'm your host, Way Too Geeky, and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts extraordinaire, Check One, Check Two, Check Off. Say hello, hello Check Off. Hello again, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording this very special uh, episode on a Sunday with the cadre of Reed members tonight. Um, and it's really in honor of our first ReadCon. Uh, we're talking all things IAE and ReadCon today. So without further ado, let's start the show. Um, so we're joined by a variety of people. I'll, I'll actually call on them. Uh, the format of this episode is a little different because we have so many people. I'll call on individuals. Um, they'll tell us first a little bit about themselves. Um, and then um, I think it would be great if they first mentioned what they like about IAE as well as uh, ReadCon so far. So what their favorite things are about those. Um, for starters, uh, Techno, if you can uh, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about ReadCon and then answer those questions. Hello and good evening, everyone. Thank you for having me here, Geeky and Chekhov. It's a pleasure to be able to talk about ReadCon with everyone. So far, it's been a beautiful experience, amazing. We've had a lot of presentations, a lot of demos, a lot of uh, little events in-game that we've been able to do. And uh, I guess the, the big question is why ReadCon? Well, I wanted to try to do something that would mimic CitizenCon, but in a more virtual environment and org specific. So we started off on Friday with a nice little program review about some of the events that we're going to have throughout the weekend. And so far, they've been a success. Um, we've had some opportunities to be able to have an open rally event on Microtech and be able to take some cool screenshots and pictures. We've had presentations and demonstrations on how to better control your in-game camera functions and be able to take better screenshots with that. We've even had the opportunity to hear from some of our YouTube content creators and some of the process and the workflow that they have uh, to be able to produce the material. And we've seen some of our 2D and 3D guys get up as well and show us a little bit about the kind of work that they're doing. So it's been a pretty awesome experience so far from uh, what I've been able to gather. Everyone is enjoying themselves thoroughly. And uh, I guess I would say that in regards to the IAE this year, uh, the opportunity to be able to have a, a bit of an adrenaline rush and try to win something or buy something through the F5 wars, that's always a challenge, but it's, it's a really cool experience when you can uh, get in and buy something that you've wanted to pick up for a while. But uh, perhaps the coolest thing this year is the new uh, Best in Show uh, package, uh, along with the skins. I think they did an outstanding job with that. And uh, I guess last but not least, uh, one of my favorite things about the IAE is Jax McCleary. We can't forget about our guy, Jax, <laughs> and all the cool stuff that he does. I would only hope that CIG would do a series with him and uh, show off all the cool little shenanigans and mischiefs he has up his sleeve so <laughs> out there in yeah. the verse. But it's been an amazing experience, Geeky. I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to be with my org mates. Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, I love Jax McCleary and, and the content that they put out. I think I mentioned last week, I really hope we see him in-game at some point you know, like actually filming the show. That would just be super meta and amazing. Absolutely. Um, so next on the list, our list has changed. This is actually our second recording of this because we discovered the the method we were using before was faulty. Um, so we switched to the the typical method that we use to record readcast. So the list is different. Um, next up is thanks for all the fish. Uh, thanks, thanks for joining us. 
tell us a little bit about yourself and what you like about the two events. I'm glad to be here. Um, I'm a fairly new player. Uh, I've been following the game for quite a while. Jumped in a few months ago and then jumped in to read about a month ago thanks to your podcast. So awesome. as far as the ReadCon, um, I, I probably had the most fun at the Friday Night Mayhem Rally. That was that was a blast. Uh, and as far as the presenters go, I don't think I can really pick a, a favorite. I think I, I really just, it was cool to see all the talent that this group has and, and how they can apply their talent uh, to read to, to help out the org. That was, that was pretty cool. Awesome. That's great. Um, happy to have you on the show. Uh, next, we have our Taurus or Arturius. Um, tell us a little bit about you and, and what you've liked about these uh, two different events. Sure. Yeah, I'm Arturius. I'm a 3D artist. Uh, so start a citizen is right up my alley. Um, and uh, as far as IE goes, uh, I really like f- uh, playing flight sims and space sims. So uh, I really enjoy renting all the different ships and, and testing out uh, the flight characteristics, flight characteristics of the different uh, ships and vehicles, and um, and and then for um, the Reed Org, um, I really liked VMX's presentation on on the th- the 3D art assets and how he extracts and and creates renders and and stuff um, for for our org. So, yep. Awesome. Thanks. Um, MG, unfortunately, is silent uh, partner today. But um, if he has any questions, he may throw them in chat uh, when he gets a chance. But he did ask some great questions before the show. Um, we also are joined by uh, Brillo Cubis. Brillo, tell us, tell us more about you. Hi. Um, I'm a medical technologist at a university uh, hospital. And... Uh, I've been playing Star Citizen for about six months. I joined the Reed organization right out of the gate because of uh, the content creator, Orth. Um, his content is what actually, him and a couple other people are what got me into actually getting Star Citizen and starting playing it. And I decided to join Reed right away. Um, I missed the rally on Friday night, unfortunately, but I very much enjoyed the presentations that the content creators, uh, Earth and uh, VMXO, uh, presented it. It gave me a better insight into the amount of work that goes into the content that they create. Okay, great. Um, next on the list is Talvo. Talvo, tell us more about you and what you've been enjoying. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, my name is Talvo Price. Uh, in the real world, I work in the transportation industry. I think the best thing I like about this year's event for on the RSI side is their actual website. They did the IAE2950.com really laid out uh, the expo better this year than they have in previous years. So you could really follow along what was going on for the event. So for those that are listening to this now, check it out. The, the website really laid out a lot of good stuff for the expo center and gave a lot of information so you could find what you were interested in. And what I've liked best about ReadCon so far is the actual Read Talks, uh, learning a lot from the experts of everybody that we have inside of Read for what they do inside of Star Citizen and out has uh, been extremely enjoyable. It's been a good time. Awesome. Thanks for joining. Uh, 
Next, we have Retor for Mentor. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Gitty. And uh, I want to say I've been playing the game for about eleven months now, and, and I've been part of the org at first as a prospect for about the same time as many people have joined um, thanks to yours and, and these amazing uh, YouTube videos. Um, and in terms of the aim, um, there's quite, quite a few things I've enjoyed, but uh, I would say primarily the, uh, the layout itself. I really like the venue and the new atmosphere. I think moving from Parkorp to Microtech was really well made uh, by, by CIG this year, so very impressed by that. Um, also like the, the, the paints, um, all the paints we had, uh, you know, from the prospectors or just, just you know, the best in show, ships uh, are pretty great. Um, so I really like that. And then yeah. also the, the MSR, um, it's not really part of the event itself, but the MSR release with the, the reunion part one video was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. So these are my, my highlights. Um, awesome. in, in terms of Redcon, uh, I must say, because I'm in a different time zone than you, most of you guys um, I'm in Europe, I've not been able to attend everything I really wanted to, uh, but I've really, really enjoyed, um, you know, yesterday events, um, so Saturday, the Saturday talks. Um, and um, yeah, I think in particular, I've, read, I've learned a couple of things about mining, which, which was great. Um, but I, I look forward to look back at the content from, from yesterday. And that's it. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining. Um, unfortunately, Velotrix is uh, not able to chat right now, as far as I know, uh, just because he is on a phone, but he may jump in at some point. Um, then we also have Cromwell Witt. Uh, Cromwell, tell us more about you and what you've been enjoying about the two events this weekend. Yes. Hi, this is Cromwell. Uh, so with respect to ReadCon, I've really enjoyed both uh, Earth's and VMX's presentations. Really enjoyed the future possibilities of paint and uh, what CIG might be able, might allow us to do uh, with that stuff in the future. Uh, this is my first uh, anniversary with uh, CIG, and this is the first uh, expo in an org. So I've really enjoyed uh, participating in the uh, in the expo with folks from the org. Awesome. Yeah, it's a great, it's really a great event in game and I, I can't wait till they continue to build upon it. It feels like they're going to slowly add more and more depth to even the expo gameplay. Uh, last, but certainly not least, we're joined by VMZO. Um, tell us a little bit more about you and what you've been doing. Hey, this is VMZO. Um, 3D technical artist. I was told there would be cake here tonight. I have not yet found it, but um, I have been working on a lot of the read uh, revisualized uh, artwork we've been sorry seeing uh, for the org um, together with Art and Hit9, doing some of the renders, pulling stuff out of Star Citizen, and putting some of our own polish on it. So very excited to see all the feedback we've been getting on that. Aside from that, uh, with the ReadCon this year, uh, all the talks have been fantastic. Um, also had a lot of fun Friday night, pulling out some uh, ground vehicles, sliding around New Babbage. So all in all, happy to be here with all of you guys. Awesome. That's great. 
um, Chekhov, what have you been enjo- enjoying since everybody knows you already? Um, what have you been enjoying about IAE? What about uh, ReadCon? Yeah, as a, I fortunately I was not able to participate all the ReadCon, but today definitely enjoying content from Earth and the next year, especially Earth, because I'm uh, really fascinated about the YouTube content and uh, how much effort and time it goes into creating it. Uh, the uh, the convention center was unbelievably well done. Uh, everything worked for a change. Uh, fortunately, I had hardware issues on my end, so I wasn't able to test out all the fighter jets as I wanted to, but uh, but it still it was a great time and uh, had a, a lot of hands-on testing. Awesome. Yeah. I I mean, I haven't been, unfortunately, participating in many of the ReadCon events, uh, just getting back from my Thanksgiving, um, which has been nice. Uh, but uh, I'm glad to be joining tonight and, and tomorrow as well. Um, IAE, I've loved the Expo Hall just in general. I love, you can tell that they're putting a lot of effort into um, creating an, a fantastic space and something that's flexible, um, which means there's a lot to come in the future. Um, and then it's, it'll be interesting to see what they do with other spaces. Um, you know, how many more Expo Halls will we have? Um you know, we'll probably talk about this in our regular episode a little bit more, but there was an interesting content piece around the Expo Hall in general. Um, so, as I mentioned, the format's going to be a little bit different tonight. What people will be doing in uh, in chat today, uh, first, we have a lot of Q&A. So people have asked questions in our Discord in advance of um, the episode, but then also, um, you know, after that, everyone else is welcome to ask any questions. If you have a question, there's a chat in the chat box below. Uh, just type the word question, and I'll ask people to voice their questions as they come through. Um, and then if you want to respond to any of the questions that are being asked, there's a hand raise feature um, as you all test it out at the beginning of this. Uh, so use the hand raise feature to let me know you want to address the question, and I will happily call on you like we're in a elementary school classroom. Um, so our first question comes to us from Discord, and it is from Admiral Cody. And he asks, uh, if I can get back to the Discord here, uh, Cody asks, happy ReadCon to all. My question is, what is your preferred set of in-game civilian clothing. Uh, so those who want to answer the question, raise your hands um, while I'm waiting to see that uh, happen in the um, app right now. I really love, um, I guess it's tough to say civilian clothing. I really love the, um, the coats that they have um, on Microtech, and I love the red and, and white one, and not just because it's read colors, it's just very stylish. Um, but I also love all the different t-shirts that they have in the game, especially the new ones for the best in show, um, ships. Um, so VMZO, uh, is curious to chime in. Tell us what you think, VMZO. What, what do you like the most? So of course you got to remember who you're talking to. Do you want actual in-game in-game or do you want to be what's possible in-game? Um, because if you want to go strictly in-game, I'm just a, uh, Anvil t- black t-shirt kind of guy. With the animal logo on it, but um, if you want to get a, of you. 
there you go. But if you want to go a little bit out there, um, in the past, there's been some bugs that where the characters have actually thrown on um, jackets over the armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for instance, and I did a mock-up of that in one of my pieces not too long ago, basically threw on one of the dust-up jackets over an undersuit and it looked fantastic. Yeah. So if they were ever to bring that quote-unquote bug back, I think that would be my look of choice. They have mentioned that they want to um, they want to be able to create an ability to layer clothing, um, but you know it's definitely going to take a lot of work because it it sort of builds upon you know it's sort of like the metrics can get kind of funky and what they don't want and obviously we all know this just from hashtag fidelity being a huge thing is they don't want the outfit to clip, um, you know so. I would imagine if they bring it back, they'll bring it back in a way that's really awesome if they can. Uh, Techno, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I love the clothing on Microtech. Um, Super stylish, very cool, very futuristic. Um, But uh, even over at Levski, some of the clothing they have out there has that rustic feel to it, that rustic look to it. But um, recently, I've kind of been favoring a little bit more of like the complete outfits. And I actually have in my hanger a uh, Stegman Cordemom's Voyager complete outfit, as well as the Pathfinder complete outfit. And uh, I think that's a, a really, really cool like color scheme because it's, uh, it's red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. No, I like the whole kit. I like that, you know, I don't have to just run around trying to pick up all the different parts. But the fact that, you know, I've got it all there. Uh, in my hanger and I can pull it up on my Moby glass. That's really, really cool. Okay, great. Um, Chekhov, what about you? Well, I really like my blue digital sweater. Uh, I think that's from Microtech. Yeah, it's like a purplish blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that. And I agree with Techno. Uh, The the Voyager set is kind of nice also. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I like everything Voyager. Um, so next question from Discord um, comes to us from MG. He he can't uh, unfortunately ask the question live, but he's just listening in right now. Um, and his question is, what's your favorite way to grind for money and why? And then do you think it'll change once all mechanics are implemented? Uh, so don't forget to raise those hands. Uh, Chekhov, what's your favorite in-game way to grind? Well, that's definitely mining, uh, both uh, rock and especially now with the Nomad and rock and, and Prospector. Uh, that is yeah. at the moment. And uh, as you said, that uh, certainly may change once salvage comes along and whatever else. Uh, uh-huh. But, you know, I am kind of still trying to figure out bounty, uh, but not, not not that good at it, so. I would say definitely mining for now. Sure. Uh, Brillo, what's your favorite way? Well, if I'm playing solo, I like to do the mining uh, with Prospector out in the Halo. Uh, But if we're doing group stuff, I definitely enjoy it when we get together and either each fly individual ships or if we get crew a hammerhead and we do claim jumpers or bounty hunting. That's usually a fun herd of cats activity. Yeah. Awesome. What do you think it's going to change based on any new mechanics down the road? Um, I, the bounty hunting, I think, is going to get better as they flesh out that game loop more. Mining is pretty fleshed out. I, I, there's very little left to do that except for adding on uh, the refinery stuff at the end stage. 
But bounty hunting, there's definitely a lot more that they can add to that gameplay that'll make it better, I think. Okay, great. Um, Techno, what's your favorite in-game thing to do to make money? You know, I think uh, Brillo hit the nail on the head, and that's uh, mining a fully crewed uh, hammerhead. Um, There's just something something really fun about that uh you know again your adrenaline gets gets rushing when you got to go into this area and go after these claim jumpers um and the fact that you can get the uh the side mission i forget what they call it now a call to arms i think it is yeah and so yep. the other bad guys keep coming out so it's not just the claim jumpers but you get the other guys that come on can go after them but everybody enjoys it and it's a cool way to get out there and uh, make some uec or auec and then share it among everybody so that that's perhaps my favorite and i've done it multiple times as i have a hammerhead and i i'm always happy to you know pull one out for someone and fly out there and do some claim jumper missions uh especially when you've got like everybody in a turret and everyone's doing something that's a whole lot of fun yeah yeah exactly um thanks for all the fish what uh, what do you like doing in game well uh, solo which is I do a lot of solo play because I hop on in the morning before I go to work uh, as mining. Uh, probably the rock. Rock mining is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely agree. It's fun to hop in a big ship and man a turret and, and do some of those missions. Um, but I'm really looking forward to reclamation. I think that's that's what I'll be. Uh, that's what I'm most looking forward to. I guess. Awesome. So that 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 will be a change for you. Um, I'm similar. I, I really like mining and I like all forms of it. So I'm, I'm a big fan of rock mining when it's working for me. I love um, mining asteroids, but I do think salvage is going to be really interesting. And I think the reason being is you have to sort of, it's like a weird example, but it's like you have to butcher the whole animal, right? So you're extracting the components that are valuable first before you strip the hull um, that might be a certain, um, thing that you're sort of like filtering out or nomming on with your, with your reclaimer. And then last but not least, then you're just sort of scrapping the rest of the, of the beast to, to sell, um, for scrap. So I think that's going to be really, really interesting. Um, Redder for Mentor, you had a question on discord that you asked early. Do you want to pose it here now that, uh, you're live in chat? Sure, why not? Um, it's going to be a bit of a geographic question, I guess. Uh, so if we fast forward uh, a few years in the future when most star systems are online, is there a specific region of the verse that you prefer or, or to settle into and explore uh, around, or would you rather wander around it anywhere? So is there anywhere specific, and if so, why? That's a great question. Um, so for me, it would be, uh, I like, I would like to settle the furthest known regions, um, so that we can explore from the sort of furthest reaches, right? So being a point where you, I don't know a specific system off the top of my head, but one where there's maybe jump points that we haven't found yet, uh, or things like that. Um, so that's my thought process. Um, does anybody else, is anyone else thinking of anything in particular? I don't see any hands raised. Okay, Techno, what do you think? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, 
retour for a mentor. Uh, one of the things that I've always wanted to do is be able to have like a presence for our organization throughout the verse. Um, but really, if we're going to be focusing on things like that exploration aspect to what we're doing, I definitely want to hit up those those outer rim areas, those furthest to, to reach type of area, uh, like Iki was mentioning. Um, I think that's going to be really, really fun. But uh, ultimately, if we could have like a read pit stop, you know, somewhere in those different systems and things like that, that would be pretty cool too. Yeah. Hopefully we can have space stations and things like that, where you can sort of have a, a base that is a little, you know, for refueling and sort of getting out there. Cause I picture a lot of times we'll have a flotilla going on, um, sort of close to where uh, we want to be. Uh, so Arturis, you had your hand up. Uh, what are you thinking? I was just going to mirror um, basically what you guys had already mentioned that, you know, as a sort of a science-based org, you know, research and exploration and all that, we'd probably want to be out there on the fringes. Um, but also it would be good to have some sort of central hub, I think, um, or, or at least some kind of mobile base would be um, sort of a nice thing as well on, yeah, yeah. on some of the larger ships you could kind of turn into a mobile base and have that as a sort of a central hub for our exploration activities. Yeah. Those Krakens and endeavors, I think will, will serve a lot of purpose as being like forward outposts. What about you VMZO? I think you both just uh, recapped what I was going to say, looking very much <laughs> forward to, uh, I'm just going to, Bring it all together here. No, um, being out there on the rim, the farthest reaches of space with that Kraken out there as that central forward operating post. So, you know, home is where your family and friends are. So we're all, in the, uh, we hang out, we work together. Why not work off of a mobile command, a Kraken or some other mobile base? Yeah. That's where I, I want to stay. You know, I find it really interesting um, that we are seeing the advent of docking so fast and I wonder if that will, you know, if we see like ship to ship docking faster than expected, that seems like it might create some really interesting um, gameplay in terms of trying to go further than we've ever gone before. Chekhov, what do you think? I think you guys kind of covered it all. It's really about the capital ships and uh, really uh, getting out there and staying out there. You know, probably getting some support from other ships, but yeah, it's really being on the edge out there. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so now let's go to, um, we had some questions in the Readcast live um, channels. And first up is uh, Techno. Techno, you had a series of questions. Yeah, can you hear me? Yep. Awesome. Yeah, I had a couple of questions that I, I put here. Um, one of them was, uh, did you get anything cool during IAE this year, IAE 2950? It's a, it's a question for everyone. Uh, I only got, I upgraded to the Nova, which I thought was cool, and I got the different, uh, the different okay. uh, skins for it. What about you, Techno? Did you get anything? Yeah, I picked up a Kraken, um, one of the ones that I won at the F5 war. Um, 
And then I ended up picking up some solo ships, but after realizing that they were going to be in the um, best in show package, I went ahead and uh, melted those and just picked up the best in show package, which I'm pretty happy about right now. You didn't have some of those ships before? I did, but somewhere like in a pack, uh, and I didn't want to mess with the pack too much. So I, I've got that exploration pack, which already includes a Carrick, um, but now I've got a second Carrick. So I'm pretty cool with that. Awesome. Uh, Brillo, what what have you gotten during IAE? Uh, the one pickup that I made was the I upgraded my uh, Freelancer Dur exploration ship uh, to a uh, Drake Corsair exploration nice. ship. Just because it's just... I think a better platform for long range exploration. I know that the Dirk can go some places that most other ships can't just because it can fit through the smallest jump points, but the Corsair, the Drake style is so much more suited towards me than the freelancer is unfortunately for the yeah. freelancer. Yeah. I, I really like the Corsair. I don't have it personally anymore, um, but I'll probably get it in game just because I like the way it looks. You can ride in mine if you want. That too, you know. We always need crew, um, so I'm happy to crew one as well. I'm not. I don't need to own everything, because uh, we all know how I feel about my perfect Carrick. Um, so next uh, is VMZO. What do you, What did you pick up during the uh, the event? Well, as you know, I'm a, I'm a starving artist. I, I don't have a lot of money. My my Mustang was kind of breaking down, and I finally upgraded to something worthy, which was the Nomad. Which I'm super mm-hmm. excited about that. That ship kind of came out of nowhere, uh, and um, it's an awesome little ship for what it does. I mean, it's got great yeah, cargo capacity. Yeah. It's exploration. You can live in it. You can probably live out of it down by the river. Um, <laughs> down by the river? <laughs> but, uh, Good job, your motivational that, speaker. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to you know, trick mine out with some uh, stickers in the back, maybe some flags, uh, lift it a little bit, uh, give it a little louder exhaust. Um, nice. but beyond that... I, I I wasn't going to do it, but uh, I think you guys all know my love for the Knox and the Knox Q is on sale. It's sitting in my cart staring at me right now. Um, I totally can't justify it, which is probably why I'll, I'll buy it anyway. <laughs> Can any of us justify it? <laughs> Even if we're rich, it's a little, a little nuts. Um, mm-hmm. So thanks for all the fish. What uh, what did you pick up during the IAE? Well, the I picked up far more than I care to admit. Um, but the okay. Nomad, the Nomad's what what I guess my favorite out of all the ships, the, the new releases. I like the I like smaller ships for the most part, and it looks they just I think they did a great great job on the design. Yeah, super unique, super unique. Um, Arturus, what'd you pick up? Anything? So I've been looking forward to the Mercury Star Runner for a very long time. And mm-hmm. uh, it finally came out. So I'm pretty excited about that one. I like how it turned out. Um, yeah, that's 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 my big, big takeaway. I know I was supposed to drop a little bit before the event, but it came out during the event, essentially. Yeah. So I'm going yeah. to call it. And it did it not that. disappoint. No, no, it, it handles really well. I love flying it. It, I, I think it for its size, it it really handles well. Okay, great. Um, Chekhov, you picked up the Nomad, right? Yep, I'm very happy with it. Awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it is a fun little ship. 
Um, Techno, you had a, a couple other questions. Why don't you why don't you uh, ask away? Yeah, sure. This was another question geared towards um, everybody else. But uh, I, I was just curious, what do you guys think of the uh, best in show for this year? Uh, me personally, last year's was was really nice, but um, I just I felt like the co- the colors could have been a little bit better. Just just something about <laughs> that. I don't know if it was like a like I thought at first it was purple, and then when I saw it in game, it looked pink. Like sometimes the colors would change on me, so I ended up. Uh, you know, going nubkins on that when it melted it. So it's in buyback if I ever do need it. But I wanted to just hear what everyone else thought. Well, now now the, the plus side, um, for those who don't know, is instead of last year when you applied the IAE skin, it, it was stuck on your ship. You couldn't do anything. It was almost like an upgrade. Now it's going to be a paint. So it's a paint attributed to your account, just like the one that, like if you bought the green cutty paint. So... Now you don't have to worry about um, if you don't like it long term that you've made a huge decision. Um, I personally love, 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 love the colors. And I think the Carrick uh, in particular looks amazing um, because that yellow cockpit is so much better than that rose tinted cockpit that should be red. Uh, That drives me crazy every time I see it. No offense to those who like the expedition skin. Um, and I feel like it sort of improves upon the expedition skin. Um, what about you, Chekhov? Uh, I kind of uh, are we are we talking about the white and yellow? Yeah, yeah. I kind of like. Well, it listen. It was the theme. That was the color theme of, of the whole expedition uh, exhibition. Mm-hmm. So they they went with it, you know. So yeah, I'm okay with it. I, it kind of grows. Yeah, I, I saw it for the first time today. I was kind of. Walking through the hall. I think I think we have the checkoff t-shirt slogan now. I'm okay go. with it. <laughs> <laughs> if mine if mine is um uh what's the phrase I always use now? Um why can't I remember it? <laughs> well at good. least you're more excited than me about it. Hey, look, anything that can change up my ship, you know, I, I just wish they would release more specialized skins for the Carrick and some of the other ships that they haven't really been releasing skins for. Cause you see like, you know, um, some of the smaller fighters and everything get all these great looking skins that aren't showing up in other ships. Um, so in case you guys can't tell when I'm, when I call on checkoff, that's sort of like the last call, but anyone else want to comment on the IAE skins? It's probably a little everything of the same. Um, Techno, you, you have a la- final question. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I managed to pick up a, a Perseus, and I was just curious, what, what was everyone's thoughts on that one? Yeah, so Chekhov, what do you think of the Perseus? Uh, not. I can't really say that I'm too familiar with the ship. I think I saw the 3D uh, hol- mm-hmm. hologram of it, but that's about it. I don't know enough about it to comment. Okay. Brillo, you uh, you got your hand up. What? How, how are you feeling about this brand new RSI gunship? Well, from the hollows that I've seen and the and the other stuff that I saw, it, it's a it's a nice looking, uh, very large size combat ship. I think it's uh, it'll be a little bit easier to crew than say a Polaris, which has a much higher crew qua- uh, requirement. I think it'd be easier to field that than some of the other larger ships in the in the out there. 
Yeah, it seems like a nice attack ship. Um, Artur- Arturius, what do you think? I think that's going to be a real fun ship to uh, j- to load up the the org into and uh, go uh, <laughs> go have some fun with. Yeah, I agree. Um, one of the things I found interesting about it, if you look at the promotional material, one of the big highlights that they commented on that I'm sort of surprised about is they have they're they're really emphasizing the docking collar. And for some reason, like to me, this is sparking my mind in a number of ways, right? Because it has some pretty large cannons. It's fast. It's small, low crew requirement, um, docking collar. And so what I'm starting to get this weird sense of, because we also know that there's a good chance the Ares isn't too far away either. Um, You know, it seems like a lot of ships that might be attacking capital ships are being introduced or are close to being in game. And for some reason that screams to me, either the big Xeno threat thing that we're experiencing potentially coming through sometime soon, or the Arlington bounty missions with the Idris uh, end game with that, that really starts to make my juices flow and thinking like, if we see the um, ship come into the game anytime soon, I feel like we're going to start to see a lot of in-game events like that. Um, but also just like the fact that they hinted at the docking being so important. And then we see docking in last week's ISC again, screams like, Hmm, I think we're going to see docking pretty soon. Um, Cause there's plenty of ships with docking collars that they never highlighted in their promotional materials. Um, yeah. So next up uh, we have a question from Brillo Cubis. Brillo, what's your question? Yeah, I was just wondering what uh, you guys, what port do you guys call home uh, in the Stanton system right now, and why? I I personally operate out of Levski just because it's easy access to where I like to go mining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I hear you, Arturus. Artorius, what do you think? Artorius, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, poor, I keep doing that. No worries at all. Poor, poor Alizar. Uh, it's a classic, and it's really easy to get in and out of. Um, it's since it's not one of the the main options to choose from startup. It's not quite as popular, and and uh, you know people crashing into each other and all that whole mess anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I really like Port Alizar. It's just real quick to get in and out of. Awesome. Uh, techno. <laughs> that was cool. Um, you know, to be honest, I like anywhere where I can wake up and not have missing pieces or issues with, you know, my Moby glass or armor. But if I had a personal preference, only because I get that whole future futuristic cyberpunkish feel, would be Arc Corp, even mm-hmm. though it's a pain in the neck to get in and get out. Um, and then following that really closely would be Microtech. My only gripe with Microtech is that it's so far from everything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a battle sometimes. Having a good uh, um, uh, quantum drive helps. Um, VMZO, what's home to you so far? I'm also going to say ArcCore. Um, yeah, it's like the New York City where you basically you wake up with everything at your fingertips. So, you know, if I am missing stuff, armor guns ships rentals it's all there you know it doesn't have everything but you can supply yourself pretty easily coming out of of art corp 
again, yeah. it's a pain to get to the hangar. Yeah, traffic is horrible. And, um, but at the end of the day, I, I think for at least for starting out, new character, just a new spawn, coming out of our cart, making sure I'm geared up and ready to go. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty great location. And Stanton in general is amazing. Just the number of landing zones. There's many, many systems we won't have one landing zone, let alone this many, uh, at least to this scale, beyond even just the rest stops. Um, thanks for all the fish. What's your home in Stanton? Oops, sorry. Uh, for pure laziness reasons, PO, it's just so easy to mine, sell it, move on to the next thing. Um, I think outside of that, I like Hurston, um, which I know a lot of people don't, but I really, I really like the grittiness of that planet. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it definitely evokes the feeling to say the least. Um, Mr. Chekhov. Yeah, I actually do have a strong opinion about this one, believe it or not. It is definitely by far Hurston, and here's why. Because it's it's great for mining. Uh, You can also pick up some lucrative cargo uh, missions, right? With the, uh, as I'm speaking, my rock is taking a 360 fall. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, bounties, right? So bounties are real close, and they're always abundant there. Uh, so it's pretty much, uh, you can have a little bit of everything. Uh, so I, I do like Kirsten. Uh, as long as you touch at the Everest Harbor, obviously not at, always at Lorville. Yeah, it, it can it can cause quite some mayhem if you're constantly going between the two and don't um you know set a center uh point to spawn at i have to say i really like i just really love microtech just visually um it's stunning it's sort of like i you know i've said this before on the show but like i i feel as though my character is a little bit less uh grungy a little bit more clean cut and like likes good nice things um sort of like me and so um, I like Microtech. I am super excited for our our version of Cloud City next year because um, I have a feeling that'll take over uh, for me and it'll be closer to a lot more points of interest as well. Um, so next uh, person up, Talvo has some questions or a question. Uh, thank you. Um, my question goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the mining. And mm-hmm. for everybody that's mining, what's your favorite motor vehicle to go in? And the reason why I ask that is with the uh, new wind changes pushing around when you're trying to mine. And just it's, to me, it's pretty crazy. What's everybody's thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, Brillo, what, what do you think? Yeah, I actually don't do a lot of planet side mining i tend to stick to spit mining in space out in aaron's halo uh i've mined around grim hex a little bit but that just gets a little bit too dicey whereas if i'm out in aaron's halo the odds of me running into someone else pirate wise or just griefer is just virtually nil except for coming and going from levski to to sell my goods and that's in a prospector awesome 
Um, Redder for Mentor. Yeah, I think uh, I have a much easier time around Selene and, and Yella um, that don't have that much win compared to my Protect Smooth. So I tend to spend more time there on my Prospector, and I guess it's really out of convenience and plus the, the fine balance, balance of aggression in Ironite makes it quite appealing too. Um, mm-hmm. Then when I'm on the rock, it's, it's probably Ariel where I would go. But I must say, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really considering going to Lesky and, and doing a bit more asteroid mining. I've, I've only just tried really around the line and around Lesky, but not enough, it sounds. So quite tempted to do, to do that soon. Excellent. Um, Chekhov, what's your favorite? Uh, as far as mining? Yeah. Uh, well, it's, uh, I would say it's a prospector still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Aaron's Halo prospector. It's got to be the one. Okay, awesome. Um, I love. I like doing a combo. So, like, I always find it fun if there's a small group. If someone's got a prospector, another person's got a ship with a rock. You can help each other find resources. So you're both scanning, looking for something applicable to the other person. Um, if you find a really good um, resource like some quantanium or agresium, then the person with the um, prospector can go and grab it. Um, but I would say also my favorite ship to mine in is actually the mole. Um, and I think it's just for pure fun factor. Um, you know, the elements can blow it around a little bit, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, not, uh, it's not the worst uh, thing to use and it, and it, it enc- encourages multiplayer gameplay uh techno yeah right along with uh with your um comment there um being able to jump on a mole and and fight nature a little bit on some of these planets that's always a lot of fun you know your ship is moving around the pilot is trying to keep the ship stable while you're mining um it just adds so much depth to the uh, to the experience um, of the group play session, and I'm looking forward to also in the future when you know the uh, gas technology, cloud technology improves, and you're having to go to areas where you physically can't see. Um, you know the the storms are developing, and you're having to fight that out, and you're just all you have to go are by your your controls, right? What's on your MFD? Looking out, scanning, and they're just trying to make it uh, with just you know, pure, uh, pure science, you know, backing you up at that point. And so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to all the cool stuff that they're going to be adding into that. But, you know, it's just another aspect of the game. That's just going to make it that much more better, more enveloping and, and that much more entertaining to be a part of. Excellent. Um, next question comes to us from thanks for all the fish. Yeah, it's just because uh, you mentioned uh, Orison coming into the game. Um, I feel like that's going to probably result in a loss of PL. Do you think that they, I mean, just, I mean, obviously this is wild speculation, but do you think that they're just going to replace it with one of the more standard type of uh, R&R um, bases? Sure. So, um I would say PO is here to stay in some way, shape, or form. Um, I think they will use what they've built with the more standardized um, 
you know, uh, locations, but I, I get the sense that PO first of all is near and dear to so many people's hearts. I think they will do a special build of it. And I think that's why we haven't seen it replaced already. Um, is my guess. Uh, Talvo, what do you think? I agree with you 100%. Uh, they just did the textures, passes, and everything on bringing it up to speed to make it look more uh, it, with the current things in the Stanton system. So I don't think they would have put the resources or in the time and the refresh in that if they, they didn't plan on keeping it around. And with each planet we have so far in Stanton, there, Stanton, there is a uh, station in orbit. So it seems like Crusader would keep that. Yeah. And, and, and the, also the other thing too, is it's like, I feel as though Port Alisar is going to be servicing anyone coming into the system. So I think it'll be the main hub for all the stations, not just for Orison, because it is such a major, a major, um, spot. Um, uh, thanks. You got your hand raised. Yeah. I was just going to say, I guess my, where I was getting my thoughts on it going away, or at least being modified, was that they didn't update it with the um, the cargo and all that that stuff. So I just, I guess I assumed it would stay, and it would probably stay as PO, but just be, I, I guess I figured it would just be more of a, a, a basic um, uh, satellite. Yeah, I mean, normally I would say you're, you're probably right, but the only reason I'm thinking that you might not be in the, in this instance is because they could have easily done that already, you know? Um, and so my sense is that it'll probably be more handcrafted. It might still lean heavily on the R and R look and feel, but remember that Port Olisar is, is made by Crusader Industries, not R and R. And so it won't look like an R and R station per se it is the it is the shipping hub for crusader industries so i think it'll be it'll still be a little bit of a hero location if maybe not as grand as um you know or as unique as it was when it was first um brought into the game many years ago but i think it'll still remain pretty um you know pretty important uh, what do you think Chekhov? Yeah, absolutely. PO is uh, not, you know, it, well, when they said PO is going to go away, I mean, in it, in its current shape or form as we know it, but it's going to be completely revamped, but it's definitely going to stay. Uh, and I do agree. This is where I've spent most of my early days on. It's way too convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I also, I mean, the one question I'm curious about and what I... I am not certain of is um, is what is the um, are they going to have some stations that have refining and some that have um, you know shipping or is it going to be all stations right because in some instances it almost seems like the refinery addition when when they were showing the exterior for that um, looked very much so like they didn't have a cargo deck add-on um, in in that station that they showed. I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago. So I guess we'll see what happens there. Um, does anyone else have any questions? Uh, throw your hands up if you have a question. 
Okay. Um, so my question to the group, uh, since, since we, um, don't, uh, normally get everybody in here and whoever wants to answer, go ahead and raise your hand. I'm actually curious. I'm sort of breaking actually a little bit of, of what we said the main topics were, but what's everyone excited for with 312? You know, we're probably likely to see Evo Cotti any week now. Um, and, and certainly before the holiday break for CIG, there will be a patch. What, what are people most excited about? Uh, Red or? Really excited about the mining UI. I think it's going to really make the life much easier uh, for all miners in the game. I wouldn't say it's the most important feature, but that's the one I, I'm really looking forward to most. To the most. Yeah, that that's really exciting. Um, I think any time that they're updating um, interfaces to be more customizable, um, you know, I'm excited. Um, anyone else? want to throw in their two cents on what's coming and what they're most interested in. Thank you. Or thanks for all the fish. So, <laughs> uh, the, the uh, secret armor. I like a mystery. Is that still on the roadmap? I thought they pulled it off. Oh, did they pull that off? I'm uh, behind. I may be behind. Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. I, I guess I'm looking yeah. forward to disappointments. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's bounty hunter armor personally. Um, VMZO, what are you excited about? VM. Apologies, there my pop up decided to to lock up Chrome. I am That's very excited. For, time, I you know, know, you know. I'm sorry, you know me, not good with this technical stuff at all. Um, I'm very excited for the Talon. Yeah, just that ship. Hey, I think I just like the the alien ships to begin with. But the Talon, I'm excited to see how it comes in game. Um, might even edge out my current favorite, which is the Hawk. So we shall see. We'll see. Um, I I think it's pretty cool looking, and the the new paint job on it is just like oh, you know, just like that pistol. I feel like that pistol was a test of the new paint. Um, Techno. What are you excited about? Yeah, you know, I'm looking at the roadmap, and uh, there is one, I guess you could say, entry on there that I'm really looking forward to, and that is the Grin Multi-Tool Tractor Beam Attachment for your uh, Multi-Tool. So it is it is an attachment, and it is the first implementation of this Multi-Tool Tractor Beam. So I'm curious to see what that's going to be like. Um, it it kind of just caught my eye there. It's currently 18 out of 28 tasks complete. Yeah. And then the... Uh, the other thing that really caught my attention, and I really hope they, they nail this um, without too many more issues, is the elevator panel update. So if we could get the elevators to work right, I think that would be great because I'm always getting stuck in one. <laughs> yeah, uh, it would be about time to just get that over with. They've had the tech. For some reason, they held it back um, a patch or two because who knows? Um, so it sounds like maybe they're just adding in more functionality to it. And you notice you notice some of the updates, you know, sprinkled in with new Babbage and and other places. Right, right. It'll be interesting to see. Talvo, what are you most excited about? I'm going to agree with Techno. I think it's the tractor beam tech that really has me interested. Um, 
not as much for the hand tool, but as the fact that they just released the Nomad. And that's one of the things that the Nomad's supposed to have in the future is that mm-hmm. tractor beam. So I'm really looking forward to seeing where that goes. The second yeah. thing is the uh, gas clouds around all the refineries and cargo decks and stuff like that will really, I think, help sell the immersion a lot more. It'll be a lot more eye candy. And who doesn't want the eye candy in Star Citizen? Yeah, it, it will add a little bit of flavor to those those locations outside of just being, you know, there and different looking. Uh, Chekhov, what about you? Uh, I heard the 30Ks are going away somewhere it leaked i'm real excited for all the bugs did you actually hear that <laughs> no i'm just oh. joking <laughs> <laughs> that would be the, the patch of the century like, right. i was like check off <laughs> you usually are like i didn't watch that i didn't see that and now you're like i heard 30ks are going away it's like fake news goodness yeah. gracious that would be that would be great and <laughs> and, and maybe rock will stop sinking through the planet so i have a sinking feeling it won't (laughs) yeah there you go ah waka waka sorry i'm I'm here all night but 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 my theme is always i just want the things that are currently in the game to kind of i guess get better and better and better i know there's new stuff coming out i just uh i I get more excited when things uh, kind of work more consistently yeah i'm I'm really excited for refinery gameplay. I think that's going to add a whole new layer of depth to um, to mining. And I think what's going to be extremely exciting is once they tie that into uh, cargo hauling. Like right now, it sounds as though, unless they've been hiding a feature or they're trying to get it in, but they're not sure if they're going to be. Right now, it seems as though you're going to mine bring your mined goods to a station with a refinery, set that job up in the refinery, and then deliver it to a ship um, at that station. Um, But long-term, you might be able to deliver it right over to the cargo deck where you could potentially attribute those new resources to someone who's in logistics in our org, and they can go and travel and take that um, to the location. And so, you know, you fig- you know, long term, I think you'll have to be able to figure out a price for that and, and what it's worth and all of that fun stuff. Um, I think it'll be even more powerful once we have tools in the game to be able to plan out our routes better based on those factors. So hopefully they introduce those uh, sooner rather than later. Um, any other questions? Okay, so I don't see any additional hands up. I would say if there's no other questions, do you know what time it is, Chekhov? Is it for the bugs again or for science? Ah, Chekhov, it's like we had a running streak here, but it's time for science. So I figured since we don't have any additional questions, we can talk about what we did this week to test out the game. Um, So for science, we're going to talk about anything where we feature, functionality, any component within the game. Um, you know, I guess I'll start off. I um, tried to test running the game on my Alienware laptop. <laughs> so I guess that's not in the game per se. Um, but usually usually I run it on Shadow, but I, I haven't been able to access my account. And so I've been running, trying to run the game on my Alienware and immediately it crashed, which is why I use Shadow to begin with. But, you know, they constantly optimize things. 
was hoping to see um, uh, what would happen. And unfortunately, the worst has happened. Um, but luckily, I'll have my shadow up and running again tomorrow. Uh, Techno, what have you done for science in this past week? One of the things that I've done for uh, for science um, and just to... I guess for my own gratification at this point is uh, a couple of things. Uh, one, I've been trying to test out as many ships as I can um, as they were being released. But um, I actually got to go in and do the uh, pirate swarm with a couple of the guys, see if we can unlock the glaive. Unfortunately, it never unlocked. I sent the support request ticket in, and I'm waiting for them to hopefully answer me before the, uh, the end of the event. Um, I heard that the glaive was event specific, so um, yeah. you're supposed to be able to purchase it within the event. But I'm looking forward to trying to see that feature or that that ship unlock for me because I think that's a cool ship. But another thing that I did was I wanted to see how the Nomad uh, would fly, and I was pretty impressed yeah. with it. Um, probably not as uh, as fast as I would have expected with the quantum jumping, um, the spooling, but uh, she's a nifty little flyer. And I had to do a double take because I was wondering, I said, well, did did my game not render the whole way? Because I don't see the landing gear anyway. And then I found out that it, it actually floats, you know. So that kind of took me by surprise. I had to do a double take on that one. But uh, that's kind of what I did for science. You know, I played with some of the new ships. Awesome. Um, sorry, one second. I'm just posting a notice to everyone just so they know what not to do. Um uh, Brillo, you, you had your hand raised. What, what is it that you, uh, have done for science? Well, I, I, as I said earlier, I, I, I mine out in Aaron's halo and I have a specific spot that I go to between, uh, Delamar and Crusader of the Grange five. Uh, I've been trying to, do, uh, go, uh, angle my ship at different spots to get to different points in the halo to try to see if that's as viable for mining. And I've had good success with that. Just going at uh, different places in Aaron's Halo for mine. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That's great. VMZO, what have you been doing in the name of science? A little experiment last Friday night when we all grabbed our vehicles out on the ice of uh, New Babbage. So if you'll remember, I think everyone picked a ground vehicle. Most everyone grabbed Cyclones. I grabbed a Nox. I had a Nox Q out there and was surprised at its performance on the ground compared to a to compared to a cyclone. So it How is surprised. Is it was it better, worse? Both, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it started off slower. Surprisingly, uh, I was having a hard time keeping up with the cyclones until I realized I could hit the afterburners and just hold it down. And it actually surpassed the cyclones. So had to play around with my cooling just a bit. It did fine in the um, microtech atmosphere. Didn't have too many overheating problems. But uh, yeah, actually slower overall until you hit those afterburners. Um, didn't, of course, handle very well on the rough terrain. So out on the smooth ice, it was a, I had a lot of fun sliding that uh, craft around as soon as i hit uh, rough terrain it was a little harder to handle and of course the way it's designed if you actually are out in open space outside of gravity well that thing goes surprisingly very fast so yeah. we will have to do some more testing on that craft in the future yeah i mean luckily they did say hover bikes in general are going to be getting a little bit of a tweak to how their flight 
model works because they're not 100% happy with it. Because I, I do think they kind of hover a little high sometimes um, and react a little weird sometimes, but other times they work amazingly. Um, Ritter for Mentor, what did you do in the name of science? Well, I got stranded on Ariel for a while manning. Um, I think it's the, you know, the usual discipline bug that we have had uh, this patch. And mm-hmm. probably previous patch as well. Um, so, so my nomad and, and rock disappeared all of a sudden, but um, I was about 12 kilometers away from this deck and I decided to just walk away there um, instead of you know, uh, setting a beacon or, or even backspacing back into, um, I think, I guess that was in the Everest Harbor. Um, and so the reason why I did that was that I wanted to try if I could uh, find my way back uh, without any uh, mission markers. Um, mm-hmm. And so to do that, I was I was very regularly using F2 to, um, well, uh, picking on, on, on Starmac, the, the outpost, and it would give me the distance in kilometers. Um, so just using the, the distance, I could estimate what was my overall angle and, and readjust as I was passing through, or rather like walking around craters and, and cliffs. And it was it was quite quite a lovely walk, uh, fairly boring at points, um, and luckily I had just right about the exact amount of oxy pins that I needed to survive, um, which I did eventually. And I think it was really also a, quite a, uh, a great view to finally see in the um, in the night, all the lights of the best deck outpost uh, quite far away and just uh, start to rush a bit faster there. Um, and along the way also, I could see some, some ships on the horizon, which was a good way to guide myself. Yeah, but, you know, I would say, you know, definitely some navigation, you know, FPS radar or um, some extra features that I think we'll, we'll be seeing um, in the next couple of years will, will, will be greatly welcome for those kind of experiences. So, yeah, so if you're stranded, not all hope is lost if you don't want to be a bacon for some reason, you can still find your way. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Excellent. Um so uh, MG actually at, did ask a question in chat because he couldn't actually uh, speak out loud. Um, he was curious to know um, from the hosts, and unfortunately um, Chekhov had to go AFK, but he wanted to know um, what's the question that we want to be asked the most. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I like any question. So uh, for those of you who don't already know, there are three different ways to ask questions in our normal readcast episodes. Um, you can send an email to readcastsc at gmail.com. You can go to our anchor um, page and actually do a voicemail question there. Not a lot of people do that. Um, or you can join our readcast discord links are in the show notes and there you can actually uh post a question in the question section of the discord. Um, now, uh, one last sort of question comes to us from, um, Velotrix, and he asks, uh, do you think an among us game mode will be possible in star citizen once engineering and component repair is much more fleshed out? Uh, I actually saw somebody play a version of among us, uh, using the mercury star runner which was really awesome because they were using the different, um, you know, uh, tunnels to go around and kill people. It was more like a hide and seek, but it did feel extremely, um, 
among us. Uh, it is a fun game. Anyone anyone else think it's going to be possible? I do. I, I think it'll be semi-possible at least. Okay. Um, so that brings us to the conclusion of our very, very special episode of Readcast. Uh, for those of you who are looking for an organization, if you can't tell by now, we're a pretty dedicated organization with a lot of great different personalities. Everybody is really willing and interested to contribute, to have fun together, and to really enjoy the verse as a group. So if you're looking for that perfect org, take a look at Reed. Um, we definitely uh, enjoy having new people join and, and help guide them through the game, especially if you're a new player. There's a lot of uh, veterans in the game that can help you out. Um, so everybody, I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, this was a great special episode of Readcast, and I think we'll probably do more of these in the future. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you very much, Geeky. Appreciate what you and Chekhov have been doing with Readcast. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone. Thanks. All right. Well, have a great night, everybody. Thank you. Both.